Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Brett. And along with us is producer Caden. Yes, that's right. He's back again. Who could have he's thought? Back. <laughs> he's back. Again. He's back again. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Oh, my God. Well, you've never, been, you've never done that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like All to right. recycle my jokes. What can I say? Yeah, that, that ain't a lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so today, Caden has us talking about some, uh, some home draft systems uh, to get the draft taste in the comfort of your own home. And it looks like you guys are just cracking beers like crazy. Oh, so get one. into it. Just crack one. At cracking one. Well, as um, I crack mine, why don't you guys tell everybody what you're drinking tonight? Brett, do you want to go ahead? This is, yeah, I sure. know you kind of want to yes, know, let, I, let I, the people know. I mean, uh, let's be serious. I mentioned this in the uh, last producer special that we had that uh, Willow Ball that came out with a beer called the Big Fife. Because, uh, you know, it's the best name for a beer I, th- I can possibly think of. Uh, so tonight, <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. I'm that literally nice. drinking myself. <laughs> well, I, I will not comment on that one. <laughs> so, um, double IPA, eight point three percent. There it is. Just so you so know. Uh, I'm drinking a uh, red ale from Black Gold, so one of our previous episodes, uh, called Angry Redhead, and it is a six point four percent ABV. Um, so we'll see how this tastes. Nice. Well, I am also drinking a beer from a brewery from a previous episode. It is the Pineapple Ginger White IPA from Cowbell Brewing, and it's actually part of their Renegade series. So I think this is number 32 in the Renegade series, uh, and it is a 6.6 ABV with 46 IBUs. Nice. And I think uh, producer Caden is also having a beer as well, because, I mean, he should. Why not? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, right. So he is drinking the uh, Chahapako. Did I get that right? Did I get the punny, punniness? It's almost like that sign more happening right now with all the punniness that's going on. Uh, so tropical <laughs> uh, feelings from uh, River Road, which is uh, just outside of Bayfield. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes, indeed. Right. So uh, I guess we should probably get into the producer uh, episode here. So, Chris, do you want to kind of lead us off with what we're going to be talking about? Yeah. So like I mentioned, we're going to talk about some home draft system. So there's there's a couple different ways where you can kind of get that draft taste, which we all love, um, which we're unfortunately not able to get right now, um, but able to get it at home. And uh, one of the ways that you can do this is what's called a physics machine. Now, Personally, I don't really have too much experience with this, but I believe, Brett, you and Caden actually both have a physics machine. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Um, So I have the smaller version, and I'm pretty sure Caden has the version that you can fit more like a growler into or a a bigger size uh, Go big or go home. Go big or go home, right? (laughs) And um, have your draft at home. Exactly. So I actually got mine as a wedding gift for my wife the night before. I don't know if you... Ah, uh, there she yeah. is. The infamous yeah. nice. my wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> appearance. Three yeah. minutes and 25 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> Amazing how she came up. Um, so it's been definitely a machine that I've used a lot. Um, however, I've kind of fallen out of it a little bit. I haven't used it a lot. I know where it is and where it sits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe the last time I used it was a couple months ago. Should have right. would have made sense to use it tonight. I don't know why I didn't, but uh, probably need some batteries for it. Uh, and I have no AA batteries here, so because so apparently AA batteries are not essential right now. So there you go. So it is. It is one of those things, right? Being one of those small appliances that sometimes you see uh, heavy use out of it, and then as the time goes on, it starts diminishing in use, right? But, so like my instant pot. <laughs> <laughs> 
for sure. But <laughs> t- I mean, as you said, maybe you should start using it a bit more. And uh, w- with uh, us being in the lockdown, is maybe this is an opportunity to get a little bit more use of it to bring that draft um, taste kind of yes. to, to your house. So why don't we give a little bit of a background information on um, physics? So maybe I'll go into the boring stuff. Uh, there's the original co-owners, uh, Philip and David. They were on ABC Shark Tank um, in 2016. And that's how uh, I originally heard of this, too, was watching Shark Tank Live and saw this. I right. thought it was pretty cool. For sure. <laughs> so uh, two, of the, two of the sharks went ahead and invested $2 million into the company, which combined for about 17% equity in the, in the company. Um, now, things didn't kind of hold uh, up and, and well for the company, and they saw themselves file for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy in 2019. But with the turn of events in April 23rd, or on April 23rd, 2020, the company announced that it emerged from its Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection and was successfully completing a debt uh, restructuring and implementing a reorganization. So they're not down and out, boys. This is round two for them. Well, so thank you for I getting get, through the boring stuff. God. Yeah. I, I, I guess people were just like Brett, where they used it a lot, and then it kind of petered <laughs> off, and then they started using it some more. <laughs> yeah. I think so. Um, So the way the physics machine works is it kind of uses this thing called a microfoam technology, and it uses sound waves and fluid dynamics to produce what they describe as the perfect pour. Mm. Okay. Mm. So it can be used for any size can, bottle, or even larger models for to support like a 64-ounce growler. Right. As Um, you mentioned for for producer. Exactly, for producer Caden, right? Okay. Um, So pretty much it operates in two ways. So you're pulling the handle forward to pour the beer under pressure at a control rate, mm-hmm. which is maintaining the carbonation within the body of the beer, and then pushing the handle backwards to begin the sonication process. Mm-hmm. I know, sonication. This big, is all big, very fancy. You know, big, it fancy, sounds, scientific like no- stuff. Yeah, it sounds like a knockoff like Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Sonification. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it applies the sound waves to convert the beer's natural carbonation into an ideal microfoam. Um, so I almost kind of see it as taking a beer, and I know it doesn't require uh, CO2 or nitrogen within right. it, but it almost gives you off that nitro feel. Okay. So basically, is it kind of just giving you a really – big head on the beer exactly yes yeah okay um so that's why for example with the big five and double ipas it's a beer i wouldn't necessarily use the physics with i would use it more with you know the angry redhead that um that you're having tyler i use it more with like a red ale (laughs) (laughs) it's like you forgot my name almost there (laughs) uh angry redheads just you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so with with the physics, I would use yeah. it for a, more of a lager, a pilsner, sometimes a stout, um, or any yeah. beer that sometimes is almost um, has too much carbonation, which we've seen in beers in the past that we've reviewed. Right. So it just kind of like agitates the beer and almost like aerates it a bit. And exactly right, exactly. Kind so of brings it, that freshness back. In yeah, it, it uniforms it really gives it that tiny those tiny sized bubbles that yeah. will create a perfect uh, density that delivers the enhanced uh, aroma to it flavor mouthfeel etc so why don't we talk a little bit about some of the benefits to it i suppose so the benefits of this um i know right keep going brett there's many benefits i'm the only one who has one so i feel like i (laughs) should tell you about it caden can't talk right so i was gonna say chris could read off some of caden's notes but go ahead i mean he could technically (laughs) it's Um, a fight it's a fight do we want him to perhaps (laughs) 
Perhaps. Uh, so there, obviously, the one benefit, I mentioned, as I mentioned earlier, it doesn't require CO2 or nitrogen. Um, it is powered by USB, or in my case, uh, uh, four, not two, uh, four standard AA batteries. Um, and I am out of good AA batteries, which is why I was not able to use my physics tonight, along with the fact that I, I just had to drink the Big Fife on the, wow. on the producer special. I, I feel like it would be much better, like, obviously... If you have it at home, it would be better if you could just plug it into the wall, right? I mean, I guess that's what that yeah, the USB like the USB part is. Yeah. But um, yeah, if it requires batteries, I'm sure it drains batteries pretty quickly. It, it does. I think yeah. I've when I was using it pretty hardcore back when I got it. Um, maybe every month I'd have to replace the batteries. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, but I mean, based on your consumption of beers, I mean, that's that's probably not too bad, right? Like, well, again, month, I wasn't pouring every single beers. beer through that at the time, right? But oh, okay. yes, okay. I, I do consume um, beers. Right, that is correct. <laughs> well, and, uh, and you know, speaking about the batteries, the one good thing about having the batteries that you can take it anywhere, right? Exactly. So if you are camping, if you're tailgating, if you're going to a party, obviously not while we're under lockdown, but if you're doing this when you're allowed to, then bring your physics machine and you you be the life of the party. Yeah. Or, or do it over video chat. Like do whatever what, you want. Well, yeah. would, it wouldn't be that hard to find a USB nowadays, right? Like a USB and a cube. Yeah. And, I mean, there's one all, all over the place. You see that in camping too. So, I mean, I guess one of the other benefits is, as you said, uh, Chris, kind of just that it is lightweight, durable. It can be moved around quite frequently. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it definitely serves its purpose. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, I, I would suggest to look into it for anybody who um, is kind of like, oh, what are we talking about? At least look into it, right? may not be for you, but at the same time, it may be a product that you want to try to see if it does bring up more of the flavors, more aromas. So so before we move on to keg raters, which we should probably get going on to soon here, yep. um, this is going to put you on the spot a little bit, and I don't mean to, but do you, do you know like the relative price? Uh, uh, I think the smaller model, which I have um, – it's about 169 between 169 and 189. Okay. Um, sometimes Canadian Tire has a good deal deal on it. We can get it for like maybe 80, 90 bucks because right. Canadian Tire always has that like, you know, door crasher mm-hmm. uh, to mm-hmm. get you in the door or right now to get you to pick up, I guess, yep. uh, curbside. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then the bigger one, I think that the one that producer Caden has, you're looking more about the 220 to 240 range. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I bring it up because as we move into keg raters here, it might be a point of, uh, cost might it's be definitely cheaper analysis right so, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so let's talk about keg raters uh chris why don't you jump off this one and then that way fife can wet his whistle a little bit and uh yeah yeah i mean i like i mentioned we all really enjoy having a draft beer there's really nothing like it and if you can have a nice draft beer at home with the keg raider um i mean that's almost like the perfect beer experience to have the in your home right yeah, in, in your man cave, in your garage, you know, wherever you want to have it, right? Deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and one of the benefits is that, you know, there there's kind of a, a big upfront cost, like you mentioned, Brett, with purchasing the kegerator. But then mm. once you actually are buying the beers, it's actually about half the cost, probably approximately, depending on the type of beer you're getting, of buying cans and bottles because you're buying in a much larger volume. Uh, and rather than getting just individual cans. 100%. 100%. Um, so, go ahead, Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, so like who's thought about buying one or getting one? I mean, none of us have one right now. I know that uh, so, some relatives do have a keg grader, but uh, anybody thinking about getting one at any point in time? 
I think eventually down the line I will. I mean, I right. do have the space in the garage to kind of mm-hmm. have one. Right. Um, that is a big have- consideration. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It is a big piece of equipment that will have to take up spots, yeah. right? But uh, the one thing about it is, you know, you have to make sure the beer is stored at the optimum temperature, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it can be hard to do that occasionally, depending on where you put your kegerator. Uh, so you want right. to store it at 38 degrees Fahrenheit or in Celsius, that is 3.3 degrees <laughs> very exact you're welcome That's yeah I, I mean personally i would definitely like to get one i don't really have a lot of space uh to put it right now i would say one of the drawbacks of having a kegerator is that i do like to try a bunch of different beers and if you right. have a kegerator you're buying like a hundred hundred liter keg of the same beer right mm-hmm. so you've got to go through quite a bit of that so unless you're having people over quite frequently then for me at this point it doesn't necessarily make sense right i think that's kind of the the pro con of the physics and then the kegerators <laughs> having the physics right now is more individual use um mm-hmm. the, the kegerators if you are going to have people over uh, more frequently so again if we were recording uh, in person it'd be nice to have a kegerator on hand so that not only do we get to enjoy the beers that uh, are usually provided for the podcast we'd be able to have one of our favorites on, on tap right so yes. yeah yeah uh, the one thing is, obviously, keg raiders do use the CO2. Uh, so your keg is going to last about six to eight weeks before starting to lose that fresh taste. Right. So, again, as we mentioned, you know, none of us are probably going to go tomorrow and buy a keg raider because technically we're not having anybody over. Right. Right. Yep. So we're not going to go through 100 liters of beer in six weeks, or at least I hope not. But I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've looked into it. I need the space because I, I'm just in an apartment right now, so I, yep. I don't I don't have the space for it. But I mean, I've even got a left field brewery uh, a tap handle. So yeah, you do. I mean, it's that's part of the the allure of the kegerator too. Is whatever the beer is in there, you can buy different tap handles, and it's almost like a, another craft beer connoisseur's kind of collectible, if you will. So one hundred percent. That'd be the one thing. One day we're gonna have our own, boys. One day we'll have. One day we will get there. That is the one thing. Like I feel as though I'd have to really, really like a beer to purchase. You know, a twenty liter keg of it, or a forty liter keg, or or whatever size I would like to go with. Personally, if I was gonna do a kegerator. I get to the point where you would be able to have two kegs at one time. So yes. what sizes do they yeah. come in? Well. So we, we've got a few different sizes. There's a six of a barrel, a pony keg, quarter of a barrel, a 50 liter, and a half barrel. Okay. Uh, so again, kind of varying sizes, but uh, yeah, there, there's lots of different options. And what we've seen a lot during COVID is breweries have already kegged a lot of their beers and they've been right. selling the right. full kegs, which they might not have been doing pre-COVID. Um, so if you did, if you already had a kegerator, you were in a perfect spot uh, yeah. if you wanted to get a, a ton of beer that you liked. Uh, there's some uniqueness to it, right? Like some different kegs require different attachments uh, for, for the tap. So mm-hmm. um, there is a little bit, and then there's additional maintenance that you have to do too, right? So making sure that you keep up the maintenance on the kegerator. So that way your lines are all clean. You're not kind of uh, putting one beer in and then all of a sudden you put another beer in and it's not going to taste how you want it to taste. And that's the other thing too, like the physics versus a kegerator is the physics is pretty easy to clean. Mm. You maybe done it within 30 seconds, right? And again, as Chris pointed out, it has that individualized component. So if you wanted a beer from Cowbell and a beer from uh, River Road, you know, you could have those two beers within the physics right versus right. if you had the kegerator 
you'd have to commit to a full keg from River Road or Cowbell. Yeah. And see, the thing is with with the whole kegerator system is you can do one that's already kind of pre- prefab you can go ahead and you can you can get uh make your own kind of uh a kegerator system right yes. um yeah but kind of a big shout out when i'm looking at uh, equipment maybe in the next year or two uh shout out to toronto brewing uh for draft equipment so they do a, a really good job with all their equipment i don't know if you boys have just gone on and just done some um wishful thinking some lo- lottery winning uh dreaming if you will i've actually done that with ontario beer ontario beer kegs at a mitchell okay yeah, nice. so I've, I've, and my brother-in-law actually knows the guy who uh, runs it. So it's been one of those things where I've kind of been looking into it, and maybe almost might be a thing eventually where if you were to split the cost with a couple buddies, mm-hmm. it yeah. might be more could, effective be that way, it, right? Yeah. You know what? The only problem and downfall with that is I wouldn't want the kegerator to be kept at your location because I know that uh, the overall cost <laughs> for me would be high and the overall reward would be low. Yeah, so- we, we, we'd come over and it would be empty every time. Yeah, I'd The funny part that about up. that whole thing is your, your soon-to-be wife would ask you when you get home at 7 o'clock, um, where were you after work? Oh, yeah. I was just, you know getting my share of the cake. I was over at Brett's and realizing the cake was empty. But All right. <laughs> Physics check, kegerator check. I think that's going to be it for today's producer special. Um, hopefully we've kind of convinced some of our listeners to add a home draft system, whether it's a physics or a kegerator to uh, your craft beer collection. So if you haven't already, maybe take a look into it. We've given you a couple ideas where to buy uh, some product. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you again for listening. Keep on listening every Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for these producer specials. So obviously, remember to stay thirsty, but also stay safe, drink responsibly, and don't drink and drive. Stay at home, folks. So from all of us and producer Keaton, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>